What's up, Roller Agenda listeners? Keith Thunder coming to you guys again with another segment. This one's going to be short, not going to be real long. Just some stuff I was thinking about. So here's the thing. I tried to figure out what it was that made me a little different from everybody else in the um, in the hobby sport, right? So I said, what were my thoughts? Man, what were really my deep thoughts that made me read and see birds different from everybody else? So I said to myself, I said, let me think about it. When I got birds, I never tried to maintain nobody else's bloodline. It wasn't that I was trying to breed my own bloodline. I was trying to breed my own kind of Birmingham roller that had all the, had everything I needed in a Birmingham roller or wanted to see in a Birmingham roller. It wasn't about a competition because I, I had this thought before I even got into competition. So, I just I just saw all birds, no matter who Sony was, as Birmingham Rollers. That's how, that's all I saw them as. I didn't see this bird as this family, I didn't see this bird as that family. I saw them all just as Birmingham Rollers. Just with different colors, shapes, sizes, and markings. That's it. So, with that train of thought, I just try to make better Birmingham Rollers. That was my whole goal. That's it. That's all. I want to try and maintain no family, nobody trying to create a family. I want to think about trying to create a family. I was thinking about just trying to create better Birmingham rollers. And that's all I did. Everything I did was to try to create better Birmingham rollers, period. Not nobody else's family. Um, not create a family. It just happened that way. I just happened to create a family. That's so when I got birds. And I brought birds in. I brought birds in. Like, what could this bird really do? This bird help, you know, help me to get where I want to go, or I'm not, I'm not or, or what birds can I go get to help me help me on my, you know, journey, on my quest, on my endeavor. So, and that's how I chose birds. But if I went to somebody's house or went somewhere and I saw some birds that were really, really good, I immediately try to say, hmm. I can use that. I can use that for my birds. And I just went, went accordingly. I might grab one or two and just move forward. And I would already have a mate in mind for the bird. Just in mind. Not just eggs and stone, but in mind. So I kept doing that over the years. So then I started paying attention to which bloodlines had the traits I was looking for. That's what I did. So if I wanted frequency... Well, my birds already had frequency, but I still want to maintain the frequency, but add depth. So I said, which birds can do that? So, well, that's why I tried jacking that birds first. They gave it to me, but sometimes the wing position was a little funky, so I didn't keep too many of them. And then, I, um, you know, I kept trying birds for whatever reason. So just try to breed Birmingham rollers, because every, look, every family they're going to have this day. Look, look, look what we start off with in the beginning. Pinsome. 1220 Lee Meyer, Red and he um, that's that old stuff like that. That's what we had at first. And then we evolved to the next stage, which was the Jackanets and the Houghtons. You know, that was the next stage. And then from those birds came the Reed birds and Jerry Higgins birds, which dominated for a while. And 
then the South Africans went back and started getting the Masons and and that stuff like that. So those birds right there are the stuff that everybody's trying to get. And nobody never stopped it. They'll say, all I gotta do is breed Birmingham Rollers and select for traits. I mean, they were the switch families, keep switching families and get switched families and just say, hmm. if you breed your birds accordingly for traits and performance and you flying them and checking them out, your birds will stay current. It's when people get locked up and say, I don't need to add nobody birds to my birds. I don't need to do this. And they and they stop becoming current. Then the next birds come along and they become popular. And then people never really regain. I try to stay current. I try to keep keep the birds going forward. Um, I don't lock into, well, I got my own family. I'm just breeding Birmingham rollers, fellas. That's pretty much all I do. Just, I have a family, but all about breeding Birmingham rollers. Keep them able to maintain and, and stay current. That's all I did. But that one year of not flying and a few years of not really competing, wow, it just, it changes a whole lot of stuff. And then we, then we sit back and you watch what's going on then your whole perspective changes. So, there's nothing being done that wasn't being done before. The scores are not really big higher than they were before from nowhere. I mean, it's, it's the highest scores now were the same as the highest scores 10 years ago. But the highest scores 10 years ago are higher than the scores that was before those birds, though. As they are. So, when you go on your, when you when you fly on your birds or breeding your birds, think of I'm breeding Birmingham rollers. They're all Birmingham rollers. It's not really, it's not really a cross. They all come from Birmingham. They just be crossing between people's families and traits, but they're not really crosses like we think. Like if I cross a, a trumpeter with a, a roller or West of England with a roller, we're not doing that. We're getting selected for different traits in Birmingham rollers, different traits, um, expressions, body types, sizes, colors. Patterns, you know what I'm saying? That's the difference between most of the families, and this is traits. Some birds are frequent deep, some birds are deep with no velocity, some birds are straight velocity, but they don't roll on the brakes. All that's there. If we just breathe for Birmingham rollers and we can keep our birds current, now when I say current, I mean birds that can maintain and keep up with the birds that are being bred everywhere, not just here. So ask yourself, are your birds current? Can your birds really, really, really keep up with the birds, them soft raptors or masons? Can they? Or are they just local, or good for local competition? Can your birds really score six, seven hundred points for real? Could they? Even if the hawks didn't hit them, could they do that? And if they, if you think they can, why do you think they can if you never did it or came close? I'm not trying to put you down. Just think about it. why do you think they can do that? Action. Why do you just go? Why do, why do I think these birds can do that? And you gotta ask yourself all these questions, and you gotta be honest with yourself. These a lot of guys are not honest with themselves. They're delusional. A lot of them. Like people, like people think they like competition. I'm gonna fly. I'm, I'm flying next year. I don't think it's gonna. I'm a, it's gonna be easy. 
at all. But I know I could do stuff. Is it going to happen that way? I don't know. But I'm going to put the best foot forward and give my bird the best chance to, to um, succeed. I'm going to load them up with all the traits necessary to be able to do that. All the traits, not just one trait. All the traits necessary to succeed. And that's my goal. Like I said, my goal is to score 10, 12, 13 bird breaks like everybody else scored 5 or 6 bird breaks. That's my goal. And I know what needs to be done to do it. I'm just, now, now I'm at the stage in breathing where I can just start putting the parents together to do it. There's a few more pieces I need to secure. You know, a few more to get what I want. Uh, and these birds are not to be bred now to have success now these birds are to be bred and, and, and for to have success in 2022 2023 I think that far ahead and I know I, I know what's going to be needed now now that's that part right there right so I'm going to tell you the second part okay now the second part is this when you breed your birds for velocity and speed, what starts happening is the birds get too tightly wound, which means that they get wrapped too tight. Where the wing is strong, they're not big, they're low muscular, they're tightly wrapped, right? So there are birds out there that are more fluent. They're easy going, they got their good smooth stroke, and that's very, very, very important. When the birds are going to spin effortlessly and come out effortlessly and, and be still right there as a kid and not to be high, whatever they do, for a split second or two to regain, get back together, them birds do that. And I, I pay attention to all that. And it's a certain body type and it's a feather structure. The feather on them birds is not loose and it's not super tight. It's like medium. I found the medium birds. If you got, if if if, if eight is the tightest feather you can have for the fastest things, I think the best birds would be about six for competition. We talking about kid competition here. You don't need to have a one point, a two point oh, to win a kid competition. If you can get a one point six. Between five and seven for quality, and one point three to five for depth, and your birds can break real good. You can win any top competition or be in a hunt for the for the win. When you try to pay attention to too, uh, too many separate things, like oh, I need my birds fast, I need my birds deep, or just frequency, you, you gotta be a whole package. You gotta be collective rolling. Entry and exit is more important in kid competition. How, how they go into it and how they come out of it. You want your bird coming out of it, coming out looking like he lost, or trying to figure out where he at. You know, you want to come out, boom, I'm right here with the kid. I'm still right here. And that's that medium. That's the bird that, that, that character that's frank, calm, and daring. That's where that matters. It's frank and know what's going on. It's calm, it ain't tripping off the road. And it's daring to do it over and over. At any heights, at, 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 at depths, but being, but smart enough to be safe. 
understand? And and that's what guys don't get. And then guys get burst. Then guys get burst. And they breed burst to burst because of color. Come on, man. Like, I know. I, I see some guys that's, that got personal goals from themselves, but they, they, they push their personal, personal goals on everybody else. I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Keep, that's your thing. I've seen somebody trying to do what? Uh, all white kid. I mean, why? I mean, I know that might do what you want, but you might want an all white kid. That, that's not nothing new. People have done that. Paul Platts has done that and done it well. Um, just try to breed a kid of good Birmingham Rollers. That's it. Why not? Let's do that first. Um, somebody bring a kid of creams. Okay, that's cool too. That's what you want to do. This is what I say. If you do it, do it. Do it and then fly them. Let's say, look, look, this is my kid of creams. Look, check them out. I mean, that's how you do it. You know, why you doing that? I'm bringing a kid of creams. First thing in my mind, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, okay, so, you have a kid of creams. It can be done, but I haven't seen it done yet, but Gary tried it. Because you're gonna miss some of the good rolling traits just trying to because you start to it gotta be creams. Why not just try to put a kid a good kid together? Period. So we can compete. So we can try to win a, a championship or something. A serious championship, not a club championship, but the World Cup fall fly. We gotta elevate our game. Our way of thinking, our, our consciousness to get to get to another level. We can't be one one dimensional. We gotta capture all the facets of, of performance, all of them, as many as possible. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. Whatever it's gonna take to get the birds to, to be good, good enough to win a championship. I mean, really win. I ain't talking about a fluke or people can say, oh, they were good, but. Uh, they did this, but they didn't have this, but they just won. I'm going to say, oh, they were good. They were solid. Quality was good. This was good. They just were good, good well-managed, well-bred birds to make real good kids. And that's what I want to do, whether I'm competing or not. I want to go back in the backyard and fly a 20, 25 bird kit, and they give me full turns every now and then. Three-quarter turns, 12 bird breaks. Just because that's why I, I like to see that. You know what I'm saying? So, let's just concentrate on make good, solid Birmingham rollers. And we'll be alright. No matter what color, what family. If we did that, I guarantee everybody get better. But also, won't we stay one-dimensional, one-minded, single-minded, I mean... That's, that's 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 always the doom. That's always the doom. But you don't have to believe me. So with that being said, I'm gonna call this one short. That says it's gonna be short. It's only 15 minutes or so. So it's Keith. Nothing gonna be out. So we got what? Select. We gonna breed. We gonna fly them. And we gonna select again. And we gonna repeat. That's what we're going to do. Keep learning out. Peace.